0: This is your wake
1: up call. Break the, fuck up. the Breakfast Club. The show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice
0: to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earned it. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's
2: most dangerous morning show. Being a motherfucker. Yo,
3: yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ M V.
1: Charlemagne the God. Beast of the planet is Friday. Yes, it's Friday.
2: Yes, it is, man. What's happening?
1: This is uh Easter weekend. Uh of course Sunday is Easter Sunday.
3: Uh, it's like not going to be Sunday.
1: no no church attendance this Sunday, but, you know, it's still going to be... Online?
2: Uh, yeah, a nice one, a holy one, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, I do yeah. that every Sunday morning anyway online. Bedside Baptist is my thing, but um, you can still do stuff in the yard with the kids, you know what I mean? You can hide the eggs and all of that kind of stuff, even though if you really think about it, Easter don't make no goddamn sense because, you know, they, they have the rabbit and the chocolate bunnies and everything, but the rabbits don't lay no eggs. Right. What is the correlation? between rabbits and eggs i don't know i never looked that deep into it but i I definitely bought a lot of uh
1: eggs to hide Uh, i'm still gonna have an easter egg hunt of course the kids usually go to one but uh we gonna do one here and i'm just gonna make it as fun as possible for the kids i'm gonna make the kids cook and help them cook and do all that other stuff i'm gonna make some slime i bought some stuff so they can actually make slime so it's gonna be just a fun day with the kids man
3: did you find eggs hard to purchase at the supermarket
1: no, no, no. Well, I didn't. I'm not the type to, to make the eggs and boil and all that. No, I buy the plastic ones.
3: Oh. <laughs>
1: with the candy in them already. I'm not
3: the type. <laughs> no,
1: nah, I'm not the type to make those eggs. I thought nah. maybe the kids
3: were like painting eggs
1: in the house. Nah. They, they started painting oh, okay. stuff and then there was Sharpie all over the place. So I said, nah, B, I I got the, the pre made eggs already.
2: That's part of the experience, though. You got to let them paint the eggs. You let them paint the eggs before Sunday. Let them Mm-mm. paint the eggs during the weekend. Like they'll probably paint them in my crib today and tomorrow. Then put them out Saturday afternoon. Mm -mm. Yeah, last time I went to the
3: supermarket, there was a definite shortage of eggs. I remember that. Because I don't use a lot of eggs for things. I don't really eat eggs like that. But I remember like, I should buy some eggs. And I went and looked and I didn't really see any that were appealing.
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm
1: -mm. And let me tell you, I have a Sharpie marker that's my daughter, Brooklyn. I don't know where she found the Sharpie marker, but she was drawing, you know, because we do arts and crafts. Uh, and she got busy with that Sharpie marker. Like It looked like she, uh, if she was a graffiti artist and she sprayed a train, that's what she did to my house. So, nah, we're not painting nothing, B. Nothing at all. And that's Sharpie. Sharpie's hard to get out. So, nope, 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 nope.
2: Well, happy Easter, Hi. everybody. So, 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 today's a holiday, too, right? What's today? Good Friday? Because I got a bunch yes. of my folks telling me they're not, they not answering the phone until after the sun comes down today. I believe it's Good Friday, if I'm not mistaken. That's how you know I'm a heathen. You know, that's that's how you know I don't want to do nothing but attend church online. Good. Fr- I think today is Good mm-hmm. Friday, though.
1: Yes, it is, is Friday. Friday. it is Good Friday. Yes, yes it is. today is Good Friday. Well, Van Jones will be joining us this morning. Mm-hmm.
2: My guy, Van Jones. Van Jones is out here ringing the alarm uh, because of the way that the coronavirus is impacting the African-American community as well mm-hmm. as the way it's impacting uh, the jails and the prisons all throughout the country. So uh, Van Jones is a great person to have a conversation with. Van Jones said the KKK couldn't have designed a better disease the, the, the hurt black people So right. he's always a good person to talk to at a time like this And also Reverend Al will
1: be checking in this morning So we're going to kick it with Reverend Al in a little bit as well We can All talk right. to him about Easter
2: I know Reverend yeah. Al know something about Easter <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm sure he does But let's get the show cracking Front page news, what we talking about
3: uh, well, we'll start it off with some sports. We'll talk about the UFC. There's supposed to be a fight that's happening on April 18th. We'll tell you what's going down with that. Also, the NBA, we've told you about this horse challenge. Well, now we'll give you some more details.
1: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm going to get lazy. I got the mojo deals. we been like the 80s. She said it, so. Got to cash out. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting at?
3: Well, let's set it off with some sports and we'll talk about the UFC first. Cause there's supposed to be a fight happening on April 18th, but that will not take place as planned. However, Fight Island is still something that is in the works. As we've told you previously, Dana White is talking about having a private island and having the fights take place there without an audience. Now, here's what Dana White has to say about the UFC.
0: Next Saturday, April 18th, we're good to go. But today, I got a call from as high up as you can go, from ESPN, as high up as you can go in Disney, and uh, asking me to not do this event on April 18th. Um, obviously... I'm going to take care of my fighters. I'm not laying off one employee through this whole thing still. And uh, we will be the first sport back on television.
1: I'm confused. Why would wrestling be able to to have a match and they won't allow him to have a match? Nobody had a problem with I wrestling, guess- did
2: it right? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the network. Maybe it's because of ESPN and Disney. Maybe ESPN and Disney are saying, like, nah, let's not do this right now. Let's continue the social distance. WWE yeah, might have a different him. way. They
3: asked him to not do it. And he agreed with them. All right. Now, the NBA, as we know, has been suspended for nearly a month now. And are they going to come back after this? We're not sure as of yet. But we did tell you they were talking about a televised horse challenge. Well, we have some more details on that. The players will be divided into two groups of four. The winners of the first two games in each group meeting in the semifinals, and then there will be a coin toss that determines who shoots first. The more senior players also choose heads or tails. They said dunking is not allowed, and uh, right now there are some matchups that they have announced. And by the way, State Farm is also donating $200,000 on behalf of the participants as well. So for everybody who misses the NBA, uh, that is something you'll be able to watch The matchups will be Chauncey Billups versus Zach Levine, Tamika Catchings versus Chris Paul, Mike Mm -hmm. Conley Jr. versus Paul Pierce, and Trey Young versus Allie Quigley. So that's going to be happening on Sunday.
2: I can't believe it's only been a month. I feel like it's been way longer than a month that the NBA ain't been on. It's only been a month?
1: And they Jesus doing it Christ. at they doing it at their cribs, their own basketball hoops at the crib, or are they doing it at a, at
2: a location? Do we know or not? They are doing it on Zoom like everybody else. Okay, they'll be watching.
1: Yeah, each yeah I'm other
3: not sure what Zoom. each individual person is doing, but they'll be alone, so you know it'll be via online.
4: Okay, Zoom and that's okay. Now
3: Lebr- LeBron has said he won't have closure if the NBA season gets canceled. He was on a conference call with some media and he said that he'll appreciate some of the special moments from this season regardless. But he said, I don't think I'll be able to have any closure if we do not have an opportunity to finish this season.
2: That's right. It's like thrusting, thrusting, thrusting and never, never orgasming. Okay, it's like it's like it's like having sex and not orgasming. Yes, you got you got you got stops pre-pump. I I, I know what he means.
3: Alright, CNN had a coronavirus town hall and one person who was there was uh, Magic Johnson. He was calling for racial equality and equal access to health care. That's been something that We've all been talking about racial inequality during a pandemic. He said, when you think about African-Americans, we deal with a lot of health issues already. And then the lack of access to health care, that's just an unbeatable combination. And so we must get better. Here is what Dr. Fauci has to say about the racial disparities. Sometimes
4: when you're in the middle of a crisis, uh, it really does shine a very bright light on some of the real weaknesses and foibles in our society. Health disparities have always existed for the African-American community, but here again with the crisis, how it's shining a bright light. On how unacceptable that is because yet again they are suffering disproportionately as dr Berg said correctly it's not that they're getting infected more often is that when they do get infected their underlying medical conditions those are the kind of things that wind them up in the icu and ultimately give them a higher death rate so when all this is over and as we said it will end we will get over coronavirus but there will still be health disparities which we really do need to address
2: Well, listen, salute to Dr. Fauci for speaking uh, 75% truth to power because he's right, existing medical issues, less access to health care. But the ultimate disease in America, the biggest disease in America that doesn't have a cure is racism, systemic racism. And whoever wants the black vote in November should really lean into the black community. And this is why I tell all these fools to have a black agenda because black people in America have, have had things done to them systemically to put us in these conditions, to cause these conditions. So now we need something systemically done to get us out. So I don't care if it's Trump or Biden, somebody needs to create an economic black agenda to directly address America's most deadly original sin, which is systemic racism. Period. It's not
3: even, it's not All right, I'm Angela right. Yee. And that is your front page news.
1: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Uh, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible day, bad day, or maybe your day was great and blessed. Whatever it may be, just vent a little bit. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. I'm telling.
5: I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm
0: telling. I'm calling, calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's
5: this?
1: Joshua. Hey, Joshua, get it off your chest, bro. What up, young Josh? Um, yeah, I uh, would
0: like to commend you on... Uh... Your comment with C D Jakes when you discussed the importance of being a nerd, and uh coincidentally, I've created a t-shirt line that promotes anti-bullying
1: called d Nerd. And if anyway I can just send my all my hoodies to you guys, and uh
2: yeah, yeah, we gonna we'll put you on with our producer man, and, and you can mail them over. And, and I don't even like the word nerd. What does the word nerd mean? Like, what? Just because you're smart, because you're not a, you're not a thug, you're not getting in trouble. Like, I don't like well, that uh, word nerd.
1: Uh, it, start, it stands for nice, educated, respectful, and determined.
2: There you, there go. you go. There you go. All right, you can be nice, educated, respectful dude.
1: Okay.
2: Um, I think. Well, I guess is. women can be nerds too, though.
1: I think he has uh, his own definition.
2: But thank you for calling, brother.
1: Hold on. but We're going to put right, you on you. hold.
0: Hello, who's this? this hey, Harry. what's your name, bro? Good morning. How y'all, how y'all doing? Doing pretty how y'all good. good. Yo. This coronavirus has affected my family, like, because I'm in Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. My family's in Detroit, Michigan. My sister worked at a retirement center. She had a nervous breakdown two days ago. Wow. Yeah, two, Nine of her patients died in two hours on her floor.
3: Damn. That's My awful. wife wow. worked
0: at a hospital in Virginia, and I got to go outside and get her out of the car. Every day when she get home, she out there crying.
2: Damn. Why, because she's seeing day? all this
0: death? This is terrible. Can I say something that probably motivates somebody? Can I give a testimony this morning? The go ahead, brother. Is- yes, please. All right, in 2003... March, I get a call. I'm in Virginia, Let me know my grandma had passed. Worst day of my life. So I go back home, go to sleep, doze off. And while I'm asleep, I have a dream. My grandma comes to me in the dream, holding a little baby boy like six months old. Never seen him in my life. Told me, Terrence, just do right about your kid. And she left. So I wake up, call home, tell my mama what happened. She passed out. I hear the phone hit the floor. My aunt, the family over there, so my aunt pick up the phone. Terrence, what did you tell your mama? I tell my aunt to dream. She praise the Lord, Hallelujah, praise the Lord, Hallelujah. I'm like, what are you talking about? And that's what she told me. 60 years ago, your grandma's first son died at the crib, though, at six months old, named Bernard. You saw your mom, you saw your grandma pulling her son. She ain't seen him in 60 years. That let me know God is real. So regardless that's of right. what you're going through, let it go through. What's gonna happen, go happen. Just stay grounded. That's man. Right. And I want to thank right. y'all very much. Thank you, brother. Thank you for that. Uh, thank,
1: thank you, you for y'all. sharing with us. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good on.
0: The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed.
5: Or black. Your chest.
0: We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So
1: if you got something on your mind, let it out.
0: Hello, who's this? What's up, man? This, this is DJ Teflon John from Cincinnati. What's
2: up, bro? DJ you know Teflon Don. I got a feeling he calling for some
0: money envy. Nah, it's Teflon John, not Teflon Don.
2: Okay, John.
0: What's up, brother? Yeah, man, I'm just getting it off my chest, man. I'm blessed this morning. I couldn't sleep cuz I couldn't work yesterday. I'm sorry. But I'm just blessed I got a job. There
2: That's a beautiful feeling. I'm glad you feel that way,
0: sir. Yeah, man, I'm sorry, man. Somebody in my job tested for that stuff, man. They weren't trying to tell us, man. Wow. You feel like you feel like you got exposed to it? No, I don't feel like I got exposed because I kind of work, like, in a closed-off area, but it's just, like, messed up. I feel like they knew that if somebody had it. They just want to try and tell us.
3: Right.
0: But, yeah, it's crazy, man. But hey, to- man, I'm going to tell you something. Thank you. I've, I've noticed something.
2: Coronavirus has made this the most miserable Good Friday ever. Yeah, absolutely. It don't sound like nobody's in good spirits this morning. Hello, who's this? This is Marquis from South Jersey. Marquis,
1: what up? Get it off your chest, bro.
5: Man, I'm trying to understand how... Four counties in the whole state of New Jersey aren't receiving a stimulus package from the government. Like that makes no sense to me.
2: Why uh, why four counties received one?
5: No, out of out of the twenty-one counties in the state of New Jersey, 17 mm-hmm. of the counties are receiving the stimulus package. Four of those counties, including my county, Salem County, we're not getting the stimulus package, which makes no sense to me because we're suffering from the same thing that the rest of the country is. So oh. how do you decide which counties don't get the stimulus package
2: i wish i'd have known that when governor murphy called here the other 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 morning i would have definitely asked him for you
5: yeah i really don't know brother that's crazy man but um so like i'm just thankful to still you know be working i'm a truck driver so i'm still out here on the road so i'm thankful to still have my job and my wife is a nurse but she has sarcoidosis so she can't work right now so we need that money
2: Right, I feel you, my brother.
5: I, it's just crazy, man. I just wanted to call and get that off my chest, man. And, oh, and we appreciate man. you too. I had a couple of questions for you, right, quick, Charlamagne, if you didn't MR. I just yes, sir. To know, I've been I've been listening to you guys. I'm in the middle of doing a, a detox right now, and um, I just wanted to know which c moss and which CBD oils do you recommend?
2: I um I recommend a uh, dietary uh, resolutions. CMOS and uh, that's, that's you know, that's Dr. Sebi, people. So dietaryresolutions.com. And for a CBD, it's a brand called Green Road. It's called Green Road. Green Road, Green Road. I don't know if it's Road or Road, but it's it's when you see it, you, you'll know it. And it's in a lot of different stores, but those that's what I recommend. Those are the brands I recommend. Thank you for
1: checking hey,
5: in, bro. Thank you so much. Hey, you have a good one. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, this is uh, Jeff from Chicago, Pat,
1: What's up, man? Get it off your chest, bro.
5: Hey, happy uh, Light Skin Day, uh,
3: DJ Impy, man. <laughs> oh, I didn't
1: know you had a day. Uh, I didn't know that either, but I guess thank you. Why is the day National Light Skin Day?
5: Because y'all the
2: only ones I heard haven't got the coronavirus yet. What? That is not all true. Right. <laughs> thank you. By Don't the way, me. Uh, you know what's so crazy, though? Uh, once all of this stuff opens back up, the the people that are going to be, you know, most... In danger are people who haven't caught coronavirus yet. Because if you caught in coronavirus and survived, then you have probably built up some antibodies towards. It.
3: Well, in we South get back Korea, out they said in the 25. Streets, in South Korea, they said 25 people got uh, got it again after already having had it. So we don't know that for as a fact. Oh,
2: so that that lets me know it's two different. That let me like I've been saying it's, it's got to be more than two different viruses. Then that means the virus is mutated a few times. That's what I think. I don't know. Right, this this thing is changing every day. They change something new with this thing.
1: So I mean, we honestly don't know. But get it off your chest. Eight hundred. Right, and just just to correct that, it
3: says it says at least fifty one patients diagnosed as having fully recovered from the coronavirus in South Korea have tested positive a second time after leaving quarantine, according to officials.
2: Yeah, so that definitely lets me know it's more than more than one virus. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way.
3: Yes, and let's talk about uh, OnlyFans. All right, they've had a surge in women who are signing up, and we'll tell you what that surge is looking like, and we'll give you some numbers.
1: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk about a rapper that's still hooking up with chicks during the coronavirus. It's- Spilling
0: the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
3: YBN Almighty J, he was talking to TMZ and he said that he's just not taking coronavirus seriously. Here's what he said
5: I've been recording
1: music and playing the game, sleeping. I oh, don't know, I ain't been really taking it serious. I just wish I could go somewhere, but I still been having like girls and stuff like pull up to the
4: spot. Even though you're supposed to be social distancing? Of course, we don't social distance. Are you checking their temperature or anything when they come in? Like, are you taking any precautions? Oh nah, man. <laughs> I I man. I
2: just pick wisely, man. I just pick wisely. Well, he's a young man who also has un- he also has unprotected sex with randoms. I'm sure. So, if you have unprotected sex with randoms, you damn sure ain't afraid with no afraid of no coronavirus.
3: Right, so even though he's staying in the house, you can't just be meeting women and inviting them over during this time. You could be infecting them with coronavirus once they infect you and you're spreading it around. It's really time to maybe just be celibate for a second, but uh, that's very
2: He's a a young man who I'm sure takes chances with his penis and has a lot of unprotected sex with randoms. So once again, he's not afraid of no woman with coronavirus. He's, He's willing to take that risk.
3: Yeah, but he's also potentially infecting them. That's not fair. All and right, they're um, potentially t-
2: affecting him. He don't care about the risk. He's, he's be- clearly being an idiot.
3: Yes. All right. TikTok is pledging $375 million toward coronavirus relief efforts. They did share a statement, and they said the novel coronavirus impact has given all of us a new perspective. And in that light, they want to play a major part in moving through and beyond the pandemic. So... Uh, they are committed to doing that. Now, That's Diddy great. also has hosted a town hall on the state of Black America and coronavirus, and he did that on a revolt. So now you can see that. And you can also take a look at that town hall that has been posted. Appearances by Meek Mill, Reverend Al Sharpton, Big Sean, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Killer Mike, uh, the mayor of New Orleans, LaToya Cantrell, Van Jones, and more. Mm-hmm. All right, Tory Lane's had his Instagram reinstated, so I know he's excited, and he's making sure that he follows the rules. Now, he did say that this happened because he sent his new project, which, by the way, once uh, now that he's released this, he's done with his responsibilities as far as Interscope Records, but he did say they reinstated his account after he sent them New Toronto 3, and that's out right now, by the way. He posted turn notifications on. This is history in the making. Shout out Adam and Fadia. It's Instagram. It's lit. We back baby quarantine radio in 20 minutes. Deadass sent them the new Toronto three and it worked. Well, here's what happened. Cause he is not trying to lose his Instagram account again over anything. A woman came on there and she did pull out a dildo and he had to shut her down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Masika said she's throwing away Kari's inflatable pool as we speak. No,
5: no, no, no. Get out no, of my face. No, 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 no. You ain't about to take me back to jail. Follow the guidelines.
4: Follow the guidelines. Follow the guidelines.
2: He shut that down that fast. Is a, I'm, I'm glad he shut it down, but it does make you wonder how responsible are you for what other people do on your Instagram live? If I'm not encouraging it, if I'm not paying a person to do it, if they just do something like that, should Instagram violate me or should they violate them? Because it's two different Instagrams, two different uh, accounts when they're doing those duels. So should Tori be violated or should the
1: person? It depends how long he keeps it on. I mean, if he changes it, then I I guess not. But if he leaves it on and entertains it, then he's kind of... Maybe, if you're you know broadcasting what I'm saying? Like I said, something if,
3: on your page, you're kind of responsible for what's on your page. That yeah, you're but if you're, not, so
2: he- if you're not telling them to do it, are you not paying you know, paying them to do it? Because he was really encouraging it before. Right. So if they, if they do it on his page, I don't know how much he should be responsible, held responsible for it.
3: You know, he's already been shut down. So he's trying to make sure that he follows the guidelines and the rules so it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, speaking of which, uh, women are signing up for OnlyFans at rapid numbers. They said there is a 75% jump from the normal level of OnlyFans. They said there were 3.5 million new signups in March and 60,000 new creators. So OnlyFans, as you know, it lets people provide paying subscribers, exclusive photos, exclusive videos, and a lot of women are trying to figure out how can we make extra money right now? So they are going on OnlyFans in droves and a lot of guys are signing up and a lot of women too to take a look at what these exclusive videos and pictures are.
0: Mm-hmm. So what the
2: hell is OnlyFans? What is OnlyFans exactly? Is it like Pornhub?
3: It's no. not, because you don't have to do Pornhub. You do whatever you want. And so you can subscribe to certain people. So if a person that you like, like there's a woman, Jem Wolfie, she's a fitness model. She shares pictures that are revealing, but she's clothed. But she was uh, profiled and she made millions of dollars on right. the site. She's one of the most successful people on OnlyFans. So she doesn't get naked. So what it is, is you have to pay to see anything. So if you want to follow her, Jem Wolfie, let's just say you you really like her. She's a fitness model. You get to see things that you won't see anywhere else. So you can pay a monthly fee. You can sign up every month to pay and you get to charge whatever you want. So she right. might say, okay, I'm going to charge my followers Nine ninety nine, thirteen ninety nine a month, whatever it is, and then they sign up, they pay that monthly fee, and you can also send them exclusive pictures. So you can send her a message and say, "Hey, can I get a picture of your feet?" People do, you know, who have foot fetishes, and then she'll be like, okay. It's fifty dollars, and then you pay fifty dollars, you get a picture of her feet, so you can do other side things to make money.
1: Yeah, people so it's like paying for Instagram. Uh, not really, because you can put, you know, post whatever you want. Like, people have been trying to get me to do an OnlyFans. They think I'm sexy, and they want to see exclusive oh pictures God, Annie, of my but please. I'm and you I can't do that. Exclusive pictures of
2: you doing what? When y'all say exclusive pictures, do y'all mean exclusive pictures of y'all, like, naked or, or doing okay, sexual I'm, things? Because I can't, okay. I don't believe these people are just paying for regular pictures. Like,
1: ever well, since well, a, she put put my a... shirt off. Ever since I posted mm-hmm. that picture with my shirt off, like I've been getting a lot of people wanting
2: to see, you know, more of me. MV,
1: and be stopping. Like, Nobody's
3: asking for that. So, so you
2: gotta be revealing. You gotta slut yourself out a little bit, is what you're saying.
3: You don't, you don't have you to You don't have to be naked. There's a lot of women on there who aren't naked, but it has gotten a lot of popularity from porn stars, from strippers, from people like that. It's super popular because of that, but you don't you can do whatever you want on there.
2: Right. I'm sure it's majority of people on there popping that poom poom. Cause there's no way people are gonna be paying for just regular pictures that they could look at on Instagram. Well, it's got to yeah. be well, something she's
3: the, right. She's one of the most successful ones. She's a fitness model, like I said, and she's never been naked on there.
2: She probably on there doing sexual stuff though. Has to be. There's no way people are just paying for regular pictures. or paying for You'd regular things that they can people see on a
3: regular website. People, people pay for pictures of people's feet. Like if they have a, I, I trust me, like $9.99 I've
1: ninety nine a
2: month for somebody. That's just I ain't gonna that's just it. stupid.
1: I, if you you, can, you
3: don't have a foot fetish.
2: Yeah, but you can DM somebody on Instagram and say, send me a picture of your feet for free. And if they do it, great. You can Google feet. I'm sure you could Google You can definitely, you could like. can definitely Google a type of foot you like. That's a fact. Well, each is on. Clearly, y'all got disposable income.
3: All right. Well, that is your rumor report.
2: But then again, you know, I am, you know, if you guys really want me to right. you know. All
1: right. Uh, front Go page ahead, news and we sign up. <laughs> what, what are we talking about in Front Page News?
3: Uh, we'll tell you what Dr. Fauci has to say about whether or not we're going to have an outdoor summer.
1: All right. Keep it locked It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting with Yee.
3: Well, let's start with this uh, coronavirus town hall that CNN had. Magic Johnson was there talking about racial equality and equal access to health care. He said, when you think about African-Americans, we deal with a lot of health issues already. And then the lack of access to health care, that's just an unbeatable combination. And so we must get better. He also parallels this pandemic to the HIV AIDS epidemic. He said, I think right now it's similar to what happened with HIV and AIDS. Some of those parallels include a lack of testing in black and minority communities and a lack of accurate information within underprivileged areas. Also here is what Dr. Fauci had to say about the health disparities.
4: Sometimes when you're in the middle of a crisis, uh, it really, does shine a very bright light on some of the real weaknesses and foibles in our society. Health disparities have always existed for the African-American community, but here again with the crisis, how it's shining a bright light on how unacceptable that is because yet again they are suffering disproportionately as dr. Berg said correctly it's not that they're getting infected more often is that when they do get infected their underlying medical conditions those are the kind of things that wind them up in the ICU and ultimately give them a higher death rate so when all this is over and as we said it will end we will get over coronavirus but there will still be health disparities which we really do need to address
2: He's absolutely right, and let's not forget that the greatest disease uh, that hasn't been cured in America is systemic racism. So that's what really, really needs to be addressed.
3: Right now, the United States has neared their peak death rate, according to experts, and New York has confirmed more coronavirus cases than any country in the world. With almost 17,000 people having died of coronavirus in the United States, nearly half of them are in New York. So what they are doing now in New York, uh, Cuomo has said that they're going to have to set up new new testing sites. And they are t- uh, setting up testing st- sites in primarily Black and Latino communities also. And I did post on my Twitter account, if you are in New York, where some of those testing sites are where you can get more information. The phone number you can call for the places where you have to make an appointment. Some of them are walk up, some of them are drive-through. But I did post that information if you want to figure out if you're in the New York area where you can go to get tested. Now, almost a third of Americans did not pay rent this month according to new data so a lot of people are having issues with that as well uh, right. people are waiting to get their stimulus checks some places are giving you an additional $600 on top of what you're getting so uh, some places have already started sending out those $600 and some places have not yet so it just depends on where you are right now.
1: Yeah I mean it's difficult and if, if people can't afford it and they're going to defer it I mean I, I say take that and when things get back to normal you you'll you make it back up but right now I mean, like they said, the biggest thing is you don't want to stress yourself out. You need to get sleep. There's a lot of things that you need to take care of yourself to make sure that even if you do get the coronavirus, you can beat it.
3: Now, since you said, uh, you know, when things get back to normal, we have no idea when that might be, right? But Dr. Fauci was talking about summer vacations. People have had trips planned. They want to know will will be able to be back out and about this summer. Here's what Dr. Fauci had to say about that.
4: It's going to be differential and gradual depending upon where you are and where the burden of infection is. But the bottom line of it all is it is very likely that we will progress towards the steps towards normalization as we get to the end of this 30 days. And I think that's going to be a good time to look and see how quickly can we make that move to try and normalize. But hopefully, by the time we get to the summer, we will have taken many steps in that direction.
2: You know, honestly, this is the worst possible time to get things back to uh... Normal, and I put normal in air quotes because it's gonna be summertime. People are gonna want to be outside, pack beaches. But like, you true. really have to treat this. You gotta treat this like the first couple of weeks of school. Remember back in the day when you wouldn't wear your new clothes the first couple of weeks of school? You let everybody else, you know, do it first for those first two weeks, and then you step out with yours. That's how you gotta handle this in America. Open it back up. I did it the, for the first, first two week, days. first two. Okay, first two okay. days. Well, you only waited two I days. Weeks. I waited two days. Yeah, but I, hey, I wait two weeks. Hey, wait two weeks. Let everybody stunt. And then you come with your new clothes. That's how you got to treat, uh, treat this when America opens back up. Because we don't know if All our right. bodies have built, have built up antibodies, uh, you know, towards um, coronavirus. And, you know, I know, in the last hour, Angelique was talking about the 51 patients who recovered from the coronavirus and tested negative. then Tested again. Test again. Positive again. again. Mm-hmm. But they, they said that uh, they, they, they thought that the virus had reactivated in the patients after going dormant. But they said that's probably unlikely. They said the patients probably had never been fully cleared. From the uh the had the virus had never been fully cleared from the patient's system that came from the right. South Korean CDC so we don't know yeah we, we don't just know don't know if our bodies we don't can know. build up antibodies all
3: right well that is your front page news
1: all right thank you Miss Yi now when we come back Van Jones will be joining us we'll kick it with Van Jones we'll talk about everything that's going on right now so don't move it's the Breakfast Club good morning the
0: Breakfast Club.
1: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest
2: on the phone lines right now. Van Jones, yes,
1: welcome, indeed. sir.
6: Welcome, welcome. Glad to be
2: here. Man, First of all, how are you? How are you during this uh, quarantine? I'm safe, I'm supplied, and I'm symptom free. And you're still out here fighting because you're out here using your voice to ring the alarm on how coronavirus is impacting the black community and, and, and the prison system in America. Why should we be using our voices to, to, to speak on that?
6: Well, I mean, because we got 2.4 million people who are locked up. Biggest prison population in the world. A quarter of everybody locked up on planet Earth. 25% are locked up here. Way disproportionately black, brown, and, you know, almost all folks who didn't have enough money for a good lawyer. So that population cannot social distance. They they don't have hand sanitizer. They don't have soap. Uh, there's packed on top of each other like sardines, when a a virus hits that population, it moves at 7 to 15 times the the rate of speed through a population as normal. And so those folks need help. They need to be, you know, uh, we do three things. We need to get as many of them out as we can safely. Uh, We need to rush medical supplies in. And we need to stop putting people in prison and jail for minor BS, drug charges, jaywalking, whatever stuff. Those three things have to happen.
1: Now, besides jail, you know, our our community, of course, is underinsured, underemployed. They're not giving us the testing that we need. How can we change that a little bit? Because they have us in hoods and projects where there is no backyard. So when you're social distancing, it's almost impossible because you're always constantly around people.
6: You know, they talk about something called PPE, which just basically means masks, gloves, to a certain extent, though, you know, that's a, a little bit overrated. Um, and other kind of protective stuff. That's going to become a civil rights issue. That's going to become a human rights issue. Rich folks already are socially isolated. They live in gated communities and big mansions with one person in there. Every day they're socially isolated. If you pose, by definition, it is hard to socially isolate because you got a whole bunch of other people around you who are also broke. Housing projects, homeless shelters, the, the hood in general, uh, uh, jails, prisons, women's uh, shelters. Uh, you know, so, so for us, the ability to have hand sanitizer, tests, um, uh, masks, uh, all that sort of stuff, those become survival issues. And so we, uh, it's a human rights issue. And so we have to fight for that, and especially for the people who are in prison. And that's why the Reform Alliance, as you know, started by Jay-Z, started by Meek Mill, started by Michael Rubin. Has been uh, uh, working hard. We flooded in 130,000 masks uh, into Rikers, uh, into the, the uh, prisons in Tennessee, and other places. Amazing. Just trying to say. Amazing.
0: To mm-hmm. Amazing.
6: Because they weren't doing it.
3: I saw that Shaka uh, Senghor responded to Ellen DeGeneres because uh, she made that joke about feeling like she was in prison while she was being quarantined at home. And I saw Shaka Senghor took that time to educate her on exactly what is happening in the prison system right now. How do you respond to somebody like Ellen DeGeneres comparing being locked up in her mansion, quarantined, to being locked up in prison?
6: Well, first of all, uh, Shaka Senghor was the person who led the charge and is leading the charge to get the mask and everything into the prisons in the first place. Reform Alliance actually uh, united with Shaka to get that done. And, you know, if you haven't read Shaka's book, uh, Writing My Wrongs, you know, do that book. right now. You know, it's an unbelievable book. You know, Oprah Winfrey uh, was reduced to tears. It was really the first time she stepped into this fight. So Shaka's a major person. When Shaka's not going to complain about something, it's just petty. You know, uh not going to make somebody the donkey of the day who he respects as much as Ellen DeGeneres, unless it's serious. I would really encourage Ellen DeGeneres, if she wants to wade into these waters, please have Shaka on. Have me on. Uh, have uh, Topeka Sam on. Have people on who can really tell you what this is about, because the audience is listening. People think sitting at your house, chilling on Netflix is prison since you mentioned that, you need to understand what's really happening in our prison. It's not, it's not nothing nice at all. And she can now use her platform since she raised it. Ellen raised it. As Charlamagne right. said, she can use her platform to really educate her, her, her listeners and change and save lives. She can save lives.
2: Absolutely. You know, it's, it's impossible to have these conversations without talking about systemic racism. Because to me, that's the greatest disease in America that we've never found a cure cure for. So how can we address all these issues but also let folks know that, you know, it's an election coming up and we might need to use that to just attempt to, you know, chip away at this racism in, in America because we really need to dismantle systemic racism.
6: This, this uh, pandemic is an epidemic jumping on top of an epidemic, jumping on top of an epidemic. Why is this virus killing black people way worse than anybody else? Because we have hypertension worse than anybody else, obesity, asthma, uh, all those issues. Diabetes. Mm-hmm. diabetes worse than anybody else. Why is that? Because the epidemic of racism that has been going on for 400 years, which means that we live in communities where we have the least access to good health care, the least access to good food, and uh, underemployed in jobs that are now called essential. We have to go out there and do these jobs. We have to go out there to the grocery stores. We have to be out there with the Amazon deliveries with no protection. We're dying at the age of 30 of this virus. Mm-hmm. Nobody's telling you that. You, look, you go to Detroit, you go to New Orleans, you go to uh, New York City. We're dying of the virus at the age of, of 40 and 50, not 70, not 80, 50s, 40s, 30s. Why? Because high blood pressure, especially if you have high blood pressure, if a doctor has ever told you you have high blood pressure, if you take pills every day for anything, you are at extreme risk. If you take pills every day for anything, stay at home. Not just grandmama. Your your 27-year-old nephew that has an inhaler, call him. Mm. Say, quit partying. Quit hanging out with your friends. Quit playing spades. If this thing gets you, you might be out of here. If you're 32 years old.
1: Now, how do we change our community, though? Because we talk about that. But like you said... You know, if you look at our community, you see very few juice bars. You see very few uh, healthy places to eat. You see very few places that can really support and benefit our community. But if you go into other areas, you see uh, so many health food stores, uh, Green Life stores, juice bars. You see vegan restaurants. You see yoga places, you know, for mental health and all these different places. But if you look in our communities, it seems like they're, they're setting us up where we can't win. You know what I mean? Because if we have diabetes, high blood pressure, and all these things, and we get the coronavirus, like you said, there's a higher chance that we're going to die. How do we change that
6: after all of this? Well, I'm going to tell you, we have to figure out what is the next normal. The next mm. normal has to be us putting health first. We got a whole mm. conversation about putting wealth first, and that has actually been somewhat positive. Sometimes it's you know silly, you know, mm-hmm. prosperity preachers and stuff like that, just pray your way to money. But there has been a conversation about wealth building that has shifted our thought about that there's been a conversation led by Charlemagne about mental health it used to be talking about mental health completely off the, the table that's now being talked about so listen the same way that when kobe died you had people also just talking about you know let me be a good dad to my daughter and not just my son it overnight that has to happen. The next normal has to be black people become the healthiest, most self-conscious. Every video is is green drinks. Everything mm-hmm. becomes about us building up our immune system because it's not the last virus to come through here.
1: Now, don't move. We got more with Van Jones when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Van Jones. He's on the line. Yee.
3: It is a very critical time for leadership because there's so much happening right now, and we see that Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the race now with Joe Biden. How should Joe Biden be stepping up, and what can he do to earn people's trust right now, especially at this critical time?
6: Well, listen, for older black voters, they already trust Joe Biden. Um, So he's, he's halfway there with us. But younger voters you know, turned against him in droves because they don't feel that he is a champion. And this is the time before the plague, we needed a, People felt they needed a champion, especially the younger folks. They either didn't get a chance to go to college or they went and came out with all this debt and are now having jobs that were below what they needed to have a college degree for in the first place. There's so much that was going on and from an environmental point of view, all these different points of view. The climate you know, falling apart, jobs falling apart, income inequality, criminal justice. They, the young people wanted the champions going to stand up and fight. If you look at the voters, they saw that in Bernie. He didn't see that in Biden. So he's halfway there with the older black voters. But he needs to show some passion about this. And I'm telling you when, when you, when you look at how many of our people could die in prisons and jail, I do want to come back to that. How many young black folks, because of these underlying health issues, the doctors not being there, the hospitals not being there, you know, he should, he should get called right now for respirators to be rushed to black communities, explicitly, explicitly. You, even Donald Trump says it's happening to black people more than anybody else. Donald Trump said that
0: yesterday.
6: Mm-hmm. So he should say, rush the respirators to black communities, rush the respirators to black hospitals. We know that's where they're going to be needed. I haven't heard him say that.
2: You know what scared me, Van? Uh, yesterday when Trump said, Trump did say that. He said that, you know, the coronavirus is really impacting the black community, but he said he didn't know why. Do you really believe he didn't know why? Like, I don't,
6: I don't know what, Trump knows or understands or you know, from moment to moment. I know that we know why. Uh, we know why because uh, HIV did the same thing. HIV started in the, in the so-called white community. And everybody said, oh, well, it's just, you know, kind of a gay thing, a white thing. I'm not worried about it. But once it moved, it ripped through our communities. It ripped through African nations. Why? Because of that historic uh, racism in the healthcare system. There have been, and this, this is not just us on the breakfast club complaining about it. There have been studies after studies that shows two people can walk to a doctor's office, one black, one white, with the exact same complaint. The doctor will give the white person attention, listen to them, give them medication, give them four or five different tests. The black person, they barely write it down, what they said. And so we have to be extra vigilant. You know, especially with our parents, our grandparents, we have to go with them to the appointment. We have to ask three or four more questions. We have to be very vigilant also, underinsured. Also, the clinics in our community don't look like the same thing as they do in other communities. So we know why. It's not that we're getting infected at a greater rate. It's that when we do get infected, we are dying at a greater rate because they're not testing us in the first place. We're not catching it early. And then we have these underlying health issues. Don't call them comorbidities health issues. We're taking, you know, pills every day or are supposed to, and that's what's taking us out of here. But we know. If he, if he doesn't
1: know, we know. Why do you think uh, our people take things so light at times? Like, you know, at first, it was this thing that black people couldn't get the coronavirus, you know? Why do you think we take things so lightly all the time?
6: Because we have so many problems already. I mean, if every time something else happened, <laughs> we freaked out. I mean, we'd be freaked out all day. We already had 20 problems before this, this pandemic came. And so we're not going to be quick to jump up and down about the next thing. Um, also, just to be honest, it was a bunch of white people at first. It was white people who went to Asia, to Asia. You know, black people don't really go to Asia that much. We you you might go to Jamaica. You know, we might <laughs> go to you know, Wuhan, China. I mean, that's like what we do. And so, or they talk about the nursing homes. They only show white nursing homes in Florida. So, you know, maybe some wishful thinking. You know maybe at some point something bad would happen not to us worse but and like i said we already have a thousand problems you know it's like get in the back of the line it used to be when you talk about climate change of black people before hurricane katrina you know and sandy people said oh, i don't want to hear about that i got a thousand other problems you worry about the polar bears man you, right. that all the time. you worry about the polar bears we got real problems and so i'm not surprised but i appreciate the breakfast club for getting out on front of this thing and saying, "No, we're getting it worse than everybody else," and our vulnerable populations in housing projects, they need to be rushing in NASA-level protective gear for all of our frontline workers. Everybody you see in these grocery stores who are Black and Brown overwhelmingly should be wearing NASA-level protective gear. Everybody you see, you know, in these uh, uh, Amazon delivery trucks should have NASA-level. If you care about human beings and not just about keeping the going. You need to run into your reserves, go to the bank, get these loans they just put out there, and get protected here. We've got, this becomes a civil rights issue because it's our people on the front lines as essential workers. It's our people in the neighborhoods that don't have the respirators. It's our people in the prisons uh, who don't have even hand sanitizers, let alone, uh, as I said, the Reform Alliance, not only putting in medical uh, equipment And and mass, you know, thank you to uh, Michael Rubin, thank you to Shaka Senghor, thank you to um, Amit Mill, thank you to Jay Z. But we're also saying get the people out. And we have a a plan at uh, reformalliance.com where we are calling upon the Department of Justice and all 50 governors to get, if you're old and and, and sick, get them out of there, they're going to die. Nobody was sentenced to die in America. Mm. in a prison from a virus no matter what they did and i've got a lot of people who who are dying right now on drug charges dying on uh probation violations dying because they don't have enough bail dying uh and 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 we have to take this seriously. and we see what's happening in um,
3: chicago in particular in cook county jail that they have almost 400 prisoners with coronavirus so what's being done there right now that there's been attention brought to that so now what
6: um, you know, again, go to ReformAlliance.com and help us. Uh, but you need to put maximum pressure. That's, that's a jail. That's not a prison. That means you got people in there awaiting trial. you got people in there who have never been convicted of anything. They just sit on their on bail. Or they have very, very minor charges. So you, literally people are being sentenced to die who have never even been convicted of a crime from this virus. That every uh, person's bail should be reset to zero, number one. And then there should be an assessment. Are you a danger to somebody? You gonna go out here and kill somebody, or you're gonna kill your wife, or whatever? If you're not a threat, not having money to bail out should not get you killed in Chicago. Right. Everybody's bail should be reset by the judges to zero, and get people out of there. And then, of course, uh, tests. Um, uh, you know, have people self quarantine. Some people say, well, if you let people out of jail, they're gonna go home and get everybody sick. The doors of the church should be open. Nobody should be going to Easter. Sunday this year. You're going to get k- killed or spread it to people. So we got black churches on every corner across America that should be empty. Use them to house people coming home from jails and prisons for 14 days. Let them, you know, self-quarantine there, and then we can move on. We have the assets. Our community can take care of itself. But we've got to mobilize now. Uh, to And in Chicago today, it's going to be another jail tomorrow. Uh, jail conditions are just petri dishes for pandemics that's why you want to get as many people out as possible don't put people in for dumb reasons and rush in medical supplies and that's the way that we're doing at the reform alliance and i'm sure other organizations as well and again, I think thank grew up his leadership
1: on this. Now, don't move. We got more with Van Jones when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Van
2: Jones. He's on the line, Charlemagne. Van, I want to ask you: How do you think coronavirus is going to impact the upcoming presidential elections in November?
6: Hmm. You know, Charlemagne, I don't know how we're going to pandemic-proof the election. It's a lot that can go wrong. First of all in a lot of places, who are the people who run the little precincts and stuff? Old women. Old
0: people.
6: Old people. They can't, probably can't safely do that anymore. So now who's going to run all these precincts? You know, high school students? I mean, how's that going to work? Then, some people are going to want to come and stand in line for three or four hours. So, how do they participate? In a lot of states, mail-in is not a thing. Mm -hmm. We always mail it in. That's not true in a lot of states. You have to have, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, a valid reason. Is that going to be a valid reason in every state, in every precinct? Also, a lot of black folks don't trust mailing in the ballot because they mm-hmm. remember you know, some of those scandals where the white post office people were throwing the ballots away. Mm-hmm. So how do you protect that? you got Native Americans who live on big reservations where the, the post office doesn't come. How do they? So once you start trying to, um, uh, what do you call it, Pandemic-proof the election. If you, everybody has a right to vote, and not just vote, but to vote safely. Mm-hmm. How do you deliver on that? right So that's why they're wrapping up right now. You know, I was just on a call with Anita dita and some of these other you know, civil rights people. They're screaming and yelling. They're waving their arms. They're saying, "Listen, we got it. We need billions of dollars from Congress right now to buy the proper equipment." To, to 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 have the high capacity sorter so if all these ballots start coming, in, they can be counted within a month. There's a whole bunch that has to happen, so that's the other thing. We're going from a public health crisis to an economic crisis to now yep. a democracy crisis. Yep. And you know we have to raise our voice. And I'm so unless once the black community gets dialed in. And we started saying, first of all, don't let people die in jail. Second of all, we need to protect our workers, our frontline workers with NASA-level protective equipment, at least a that. We want NASA-level equipment. And we want statues and monuments to these nurses and statues and monuments to these uh, uh, Amazon workers and everybody else across the country when it's over. And we want an election where we can vote without dying. When Diddy said vote or die, he didn't mean
2: vote and die. <laughs> mm-hmm. he said vote or die. All right now, well, Van, I, I got a couple say? more. Que- hold on, I got a couple more questions for Van. Has anybody mm-hmm. pushed back on you yet? Has anybody pushed back on you yet, Van, and said, "What are you talking about? Coronavirus impacts everybody, not just black people." You know,
6: there's some black people who feel like I was putting it more on us, like we're more ignorant than anybody else. And of course, you have a lot of white people who are also, you know, not taking this seriously. You got a white governors in the South not taking this seriously. But my concern, as you know, Charmaine has always been, as Jesus said, the least of these our black and brown and broke brothers and sisters who are not getting the information properly. So uh, I haven't had anybody push back on me except black folks saying you're making us look bad by saying that black folks are tripping and not doing enough. But the stakes of us not taking it seriously is totally different than the stakes of anybody else. And so nobody's pushed back on me, with black folks feel like I'm making them look bad. But I'd rather have some people feel uncomfortable, you know, maybe feeling bougie about it, than to have people dying for no reason.
2: Absolutely. And listen, Ivan, I, mean, I like what you said too about um, I like what you said about coronavirus proving Bernie's point. Can you expound on that?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ironic that Bernie is pulling out at the very moment that the pandemic proves he was right. And, you know, I never endorse anybody, you know, know, that's not my thing. But I'm going to tell you right now, does it sound crazy now that everybody should be able to see a doctor for free? Does that sound crazy to anybody today? Does it sound crazy that people who are risking their lives to keep your grocery store open should make more than $15 an hour? Do they pay you $15 an hour to stay in their grocery store for eight hours today? Mm. You know, I mean, that's not. they deserve hazard pay of another $50 on top of that. So now $15 an hour for those workers Doesn't sound so crazy Uh, You know you can walk through Every one of his things They say uh, shelter in place If you're homeless you don't have a place So when he says Let's spend a a trillion dollars on housing Everybody So then you don't have people out in the streets Getting the virus, sharing the virus Making it harder on the homeless shelters And making it worse for everybody And and by the way everybody deserves a place to live Did that sound crazy today? So everything he talked about, which said, oh, that's some throwback stuff in the 60s. Uh-uh. That's some idealism from the 60s. Uh-uh. It turns out a lot of that stuff was hard-headed realism about this deadly new century and what we're going to have to do to take care of each other. And I'm glad a lot of people thought the economy was run by the white folks on Wall Street. Oh, the stock market, the stock market. How is it doing? Oh, my goodness, the economy. Those folks can't even go to work without a a woman of color as a nanny dealing with their kids, without black and brown teachers in private and public schools dealing with their kids, without somebody helping their grandmother in a nursing home, usually an immigrant woman of color. And if those people aren't safe and protected, if those people can't deal with their family, even the white boys on Wall Street don't know what to do. So the economy is not based on the people at the top. By definition, it's based, on the people at the bottom. And if you're not giving them health care and good wages and respect and protection, the whole thing falls apart. Bernie was right. I'm not saying I'm endorsing I'm not saying who I voted for, but I'm saying this month, Bernie seemed like the most sane person in American politics. All
2: right. so, so with that, with that said, like I don't, Joe Biden doesn't inspire me at all. So what should Joe Biden embrace from from, from Bernie's policies to inspire people that he may not be inspiring right now?
6: I think we're gonna have to deal with this lesson totally different. It's gotta be the Avengers versus Thanos. Everybody <laughs> gotta run, as if you know what I mean. Like, don't worry. I, I see Biden more like, um like Hawkeye. You know, I guess he's a hero, but I'm not. worried I'm not waiting for him to save me. Everybody <laughs> has to go, you know, and act like they're running for president. You know, every every uh, community leader, uh, every uh, you know. Cory Booker, every mayor, everybody who has a voice in the platform needs to run for what we believe in. And, you know, uh, I wouldn't be worrying about, you know, this candidate, that candidate. We're never going to be inspired like we're inspired by Obama. Mm -hmm. Um, And and what what we should be inspired by is the fact that the next normal needs to mean this can never happen again. Um, You know, when, when Obama had the same problem with when Ebola jumped out, his White House handled it differently. You know, and so we have to be able to talk about the kind of leadership that we want. Um, but listen, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's not going to be just about the president. We've got the vice president, Congress, uh, the Supreme Court, uh, uh, your your mayor, your DA. And this, everybody's got to run uh, Avengers versus Thanos. It's Don Hawkeye versus Thanos.
3: Is there anybody you'd gotcha. like to see as vice president? Some options that you think would be a good pick that would inspire you either, at all?
6: Either Kabbalah or Stacey. That's uh, Abrams is black. Kamala Harris is black. Black women are the base and the backbone of this party. So one of them got to have it.
1: That's right. Well, thank you, Van, for joining us. And we appreciate you checking in. Thank you so much.
2: That's right. And we're going um, to. I, I, I,
1: thank you. i come back anytime. Absolutely. That's right. And I love
2: what you said. The KKK itself could not have invented a virus better designed to kill black people. You said that. That's a very powerful line. And if that doesn't rally people to, to, to really take this serious, I don't know what will. Mr. Breakfast Club is Van Jones. Listen
1: up! It's Justin. All the gossip. Gossip. gossip, the rumor report, gossip.
6: Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee.
3: It's the rumor report. The
6: Breakfast Club.
3: So Steph Curry found out that there was an ICU nurse on the front lines of the COVID-19 battle, and she wears his jersey all the time because it inspires her. So you know what he did? He hit up Shelby Delaney right before she was about to start her shift. Hello? Hey, Sylvie. Hey,
0: Sam. Hey, Sam. I can't thank y'all enough for uh, what you're doing. Just the sacrifice of this, the way that everybody's coming together. Thank you so much for, you know, just what you do, your heart, and, uh, and the inspiration y'all provide for
6: everybody. What we do is, it's fun, it's inspiring, and all that, but... Uh, more people need to know about what goes on in your
2: world in terms of how you can and the connection that you have to everybody, especially um, in a pandemic like this. That's dope. Give us some extra inspiration to go out there and, you know, continue to help people and make a difference. Salute to Steph Curry for that. Yeah, that is dope.
3: Yeah, that's nice. I love when people reach out to do whatever it is, and, and you might think to yourself, oh, it's a small thing, people asking for videos to uplift them or a quick FaceTime chat. I know you've been DJing for some of these uh, kids in the schools and everything. So things like that do mean a lot to people.
1: Yeah. I've been hopping on the kids right. Zoom and DJing a little bit for them.
3: Taraji P. Henson has created a free virtual therapy service and that's for coronavirus hit African Americans. Here's what she had to say about it. Well, the Boris Lawrence Henson foundation is launching the COVID-19 virtual therapy campaign to raise money for mental health services provided by licensed, culturally competent clinicians. This campaign is for underserved communities experiencing life-changing events related to or triggered by the COVID-19 pandemic. In the African-American community, we've been taught to tough it out, hide our suffering, but this is something none of us has ever experienced and no one should suffer in silence.
2: Salute to Taraji P. Henson. Drop on the Clues Bonds with Taraji P. Henson and the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation. Salute to my girl Tracy Jade. Uh, I love and support everything they do over there to eradicate the stigma against mental health, especially in the black community. And you know who we got to salute? Susie Yorman. Remember when Susie Yorman was on the Breakfast Club and she told me she would donate to any charity I asked her to, and I asked her yep. to donate to, to the Boys Lawrence Henson Foundation? She absolutely did. In a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a really good way. So, salute to Susie Yorman and we should all support the boys Lawrence Hinton foundation because they are helping us.
3: All right, now, Rihanna is doing some great things, too, as we've been updating you now. Her and Jack Dorsey, uh, who owns Twitter, are joining forces. They're going to be sending millions to people in need of safety and protection that they can't get at home during the coronavirus lockdown. So they did announce they're sending a $4.2 million grant to the Mayor's Fund for L.A. to help domestic abuse victims in the city. You know, we've been telling you about domestic violence cases going up and rising right now with coronavirus. Well, this donation will help some of those people and will help cover housing, meals, and counseling for 90 victims a week for 10 weeks and an additional 90 victims per week for 10 weeks after that. That's, that's great. I love to yes. see people
1: helping, man. That's, that's amazing.
3: Yeah,
2: that's what you're supposed to do when you have resources, when you have money. You know, you're supposed to help the have-nots in a time like this because they all they right. going to all be fine when all this is over. Right. Right.
3: And we told you guys that Punk'd is back. Chance the Rapper is hosting. Now, in case you've never really watched Punk'd or you want to catch up on some of the original series that first debuted on M- MTV back in 2003, and that ran through, th- through 2007, that's when Aston Kutcher was the host and the producer, uh, you can actually see those. You know where you can watch all of those old episodes of Punk'd? Yep. On Amazon where Prime. All nine seasons are available to watch right now.
2: Oh, okay. That, that, classic classic TV show. Where's the new punk at? On Quibi, right?
3: Yep, on Quibi. But I will tell you on Amazon Prime, it's not free, just so you know.
2: It's not free on Quibi either. I haven't downloaded Quibi. No, I think you can get Quibi free for like 30 days or something like that, but I see a lot yeah, of people downloading Quibi. Period.
3: Yeah. All right, now let's get into something fun. Um, Usher, Little John, and Ludacris. During the Instagram live battle with uh, Little John and T-Pain last weekend, Little John gave us a little preview of a song that he has with Usher and Ludacris. Apparently, this song never came out because Usher had some reservations about it. Well, looks like everybody wanted to hear it, and Usher uh, and Little John and I guess they decided, hey, let's put the song out with Little John, Ludacris, and Usher. And we actually are going to play that song for you at the top of the hour. It's called Sex Beat, so get ready for that. You're going to love it.
2: First of all, I want to drop one of clues bombs for Usher because I absolutely love the way he handled the whole weekend thing yesterday. Uh, He tweeted out, when have you ever seen the moon? Bark at the dog. And then he decided to release, then he decided to release a new record, a record that we all heard last week during the Little John T Pain battle. And we was like, damn, that sound kind of dope. And then you put it out with two guys who I think you should do a whole album with, Little John and Jermaine Dupree. Drop them the clues bombs, Usher. Keep them young boys in their place. Being disrespectful. Being disrespectful to you. Salute to the weekend. I like the weekend too, but come on, bro. You you just the weekend. All right, Usher been doing this for a couple decades. Usher's all right, a legend. when you can absolutely when you can when you can call yourself uh, the decades, then it's then it's a different ballgame. But come on, Usher is a king out here. You know, show some respect. Weekend.
3: Did you see that? Diplo, however, did tweet out that it was inspired by the weekend the production. On what was inspired climax? by the weekend? Well, and that's Diplo? Diplo. The that's production. the. Pro- Man, that's that's a production. Diplo, I'm just telling you, he did. He did say that, which was weird. And by the way, and then, there's, there's, and then the other guy on the song said, "It feels like this is the weekend." Tweeting from Diplo's account.
2: <laughs> and by the way, there's nothing wrong with inspiration. If I, I'm sure, the weekend had to be inspired by Usher when he was up there in Canada. I'm sure Usher might look around at some of these new kids and get inspired by them. But let's be clear, that's still Usher. Young Absolutely. boy, name the Hands weekend. Down. All right, come Hands on, down. knock it off. And I'm gonna knock remind y'all you today. Do... I'm doing.
1: A, I'm doing an Usher mix tomorrow, to this morning at nine o'clock. I'm gonna remind y'all some of Usher's hits.
2: Weekend is dope. In he the, got a house of balloons, but he ain't never made no confessions. Let's be clear
1: on that. And
3: the tweet tweeted right. out. Of course, media blows things out of proportion and takes things out of context. Usher is a king and always an inspiration. So it was flattering to hear what him and Diplo did on Climax. And then the other writer said, "I tweet this with the utmost respect." This is Ariel. R- Registered. He said, I tweet this with utmost respect to all parties involved. Climax was inspired in the room without any subconscious or conscious outside influence. So other people are saying that's not true. Diplo that's is good. saying it. I don't know. Who knows?
2: That's good. I just want everybody to show the proper respect to the people that's been out here holding crowns for a long time. That's all. That's it. So so, so salute to us. salute to the weekend. We can continue on. All
3: right. Well, that is your rumor report.
1: All right, Ain't ready for the new you. song though. <laughs> yes, uh, I am. We're gonna play that now, and then I'm gonna do a Usher mix at 9 a.m. Eastern time. I think Usher
2: should do a whole album with uh, J- Jermaine Dupri and Little John. I, I don't. I don't think it's too late for that at all. No, I don't think not. So, Ludacris too. and Luda too. I think Luda too. They, oh. they, they sound great to well me. Well, I like the production. I like the production that Little John and um, Jermaine Dupri provide. If Luda wants to jump on some features, great. But I, I would like to see a Usher album produced by Little John and Jermaine Dupri. I want yeah, I want to see Luda on a bunch of those joints. I just love how
1: that how they sound together.
3: That's true. But anyway,
2: Charlemagne, yes sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, four after the hour, we need to give donkey of the day to a healthcare worker, a doctor named John Raidmaker or Rademaker. I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but uh, he needs to come to the front of the congregation because he's not practicing what he's preaching. Don't tell me to social distance if you're not social distancing. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. This the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: Charlemagne, say the
0: gang dunk it up. Hello, man. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day.
2: Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey
0: of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit it
2: with the E. E-R. Uh, yes. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Friday, April 10th. Good Friday goes to a Kentucky doctor named John Rademaker. Or Rademaker. Y'all know I don't know how to pronounce nothing. Uh, Salute to everybody who listens to us in Kentucky on 104.5 and 103.9, respectively. Uh, Now, this local physician, John Rademaker, has been identified by Louisville Metro Police Department as a man who has been arrested and charged with four counts, okay, four counts, including first-degree strangulation and harassment with physical contact. I know what you're thinking, okay? uh, He did all that during a global pandemic where this highly infectious disease called coronavirus is running through people. Why is he not practicing social distancing? If you strangle someone, you are definitely violating the six-feet rules. So for someone to choke you out at a time like this, they had to be defending themselves, right? Someone they love had to be in trouble, right? Of course not. If it was something rational like that, he wouldn't be getting donkey today. Let's go to WLKY CBS for the report, please. This video may be disturbing to some. It shows a man shoving teenage girls, and then you see a woman holding down one of those
6: girls' legs while she's over here, and the man forcing his hands around her throat. Oh my, oh
0: my god, you look at her!
6: This was the moment things climaxed at the Norton Commons Amphitheater. WLKY News confirmed that the man in the video is a local physician. Witnesses say he and the woman he was with started cursing at them for improperly social distancing. According to this police report, it's being investigated as a first-degree strangulation case. The victim reportedly suffered minor injuries. We called Baptist health officials. They told us the doctor in the video is an anesthesiologist for a company that
2: works with Baptist. They say that he's currently on administrative leave pending an investigation. So let me get this straight. Uh, Dr. John Raidmaker, Rademaker, whatever the hell your name is. At a time when healthcare professionals are being celebrated and applauded for what they are doing to fight this invisible enemy named coronavirus, you decided to throw a middle finger to all that goodwill and attack a group of young women but not social distancing. A group of young women. Now, I think we should all listen to the experts. And up until this moment, because of the DR in front of your name, John Rademaker, Radmaker, whatever the hell your name is, I would have considered you an expert. But if you're going to attempt to correct people about social distancing while you're outside, you should do it while you're social distancing. You should do it from six feet away, okay, from the person, all right? I'm looking at your mugshot, and I'm looking at the woman who was helping you. Clearly, she's a Karen. She was helping you attack these young women. And both of y'all look the age that can't handle to get hit with the Rona. You didn't choke this woman with gloves on. You didn't choke her with a mask on. You probably didn't wash your hands before or after you choked her. And you damn sure didn't use any Perel hand sanitizer, okay? The moral of the story is, if anyone should be practicing social distancing, it's an elderly man like yourself. Now, what if one of those young women were asymptomatic? What if that woman you choked out was asymptomatic, right, and she had the symptoms and wasn't showing? Now you catch corona. Whose fault is that? yours because guess what if you see people not social distancing do you know what you should tell them not to social distance from the comfort of your own home you can't chastise someone for, for not social distancing and then confront them and push them and choke them especially a grown-ass man with a group of young girls and I'm gonna tell you something else this guy pushed one of the white girls but the girl he choked if my eyes don't deceive me was a young woman of color I'm pretty sure she was a black, a young black girl. So, of course, you would be quick to put your hands on her. Let me tell you something. I want anti-social distancers to practice social distancing. But if they don't, I'm not about to attempt to physically hurt them for it. Because all you could be doing is physically hurting yourself. Because you might get sick by being all in their faces, okay? And all this situation does is cause all of us to violate social distancing rules. Because this is how this works. Dr. John Rademacher or Rademacher, he sees some kids not social distancing. He violates social distancing rules by confronting them and pushing them and choking one of them. And then what if that young girl's father was around? Our uncle, our brother, our, our mom, aunt, our sister who had a licensed weapon, a licensed pistol on him. Or just knows how to take a man down physically. Now, they going to violate social distancing rules for whipping your ass, John, which actually is what should have happened. I'm glad you got arrested which once again is causing uh, someone to violate social media rules because they got to put you in handcuffs and all that good stuff. And I'm glad you, you know, got placed on administrative leave from Baptist Health Louisville Hospital, but I really wish a man from that woman's family was around to violate social distancing rules and punch you in the face. Certain people just need their ass beat. No need to be diplomatic about it. Certain people just need a good old-fashioned can of ass whipping, no matter the age. And Dr. John Radamaker, Rademaker, he seems like one of those people. When You have reached a level of privilege. When you have reached a level of entitlement, when you have reached a level of arrogance uh, to where you think you can be judge, jury, and executioner because somebody is not doing something you want them to do. Then you need to be knocked off your high horse, and nothing knocks you off your high horse better than an accurate bare knuckle punch to the chin, and that's what this sucker, Dr. John Rademaker, or Rademaker, whatever his name is, that, who, who should have his medical license taken away, absolutely deserved. Uh, please let Remy Ma give John Rademaker, or Radmaker, whatever the hell his name is, the biggest hee-haw.
0: Hee-haw! Hee-haw! You stupid motherfucker.
2: Are you dumb? Now i be honest with you. I don't know why I'm doing this, uh, because it should be obvious. But let's play a game of guess what race it is. Now, Dr. John Rademaker, Rademacher, uh, he's from Kentucky. These are your clues. I actually gave you another clue inside the donkey today if you were listening. But these are your clues. Dr. John Rademaker. is from Kentucky. Sees a group of women not social distancing, being anti-social distances. He walks up to them and starts chastising them. Got his middle, got his finger pointing at them. He pushes one of them, then chokes the lone black girl in the group. DJ Envy, guess what race it is? White. Finger, what do you make sure? finger, finger pointing. Sound like it's just finger pointing. <laughs> finger pointing is definitely Karen-like behavior. That is Ooh, definitely white woman behavior. Finger pointing. Now, <laughs> Angelique, Dr. John Rader Radamaker. Uh, from Kentucky, sees a group of women not social distancing, being anti-social distancing, walks up to them and starts chastising them, points the finger at them, pushes one of them, and chokes the lone black girl in the group. Angela Yee, guess what race it is?
3: Caucasian? You see why y'all both would say that. He doesn't but, mind um, his
2: business. He doesn't mind his business, finger-pointing. Mm-hmm. You know what, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. You're both correct. Dr. John Rademaker, Radmaker from Kentucky, is Caucasian! I knew it. 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 Mind your goddamn business, okay? Everybody, mind your business, all right? But especially white people. Mind your goddamn business. When you see somebody anti-social distancing, being an anti-social distancer, chastise them from a distance. Absolutely. This is not the way to do it. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today,
1: sir. Now, when yes, we come indeed. back, Reverend Al Sharpton will be joining us. We'll kick it with Reverend Al. Of course, this Sunday is Easter Sunday. So we're going to talk to Reverend Al Sharpton. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club.
1: Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Reverend Al on the phone lines right now. Now, a second ago, Reverend Al said he reached out to the White House. He called the White House, and Trump called him back. Th- does Trump realize... How he's affecting our community, all the moves that he made is, is he gonna start to have a black agenda and look out for for our communities since he did reach back out no,
5: I, I don't think I don't think that uh that that first of all the conversation was a three or four minute conversation he didn't get that far <laughs> I was, uh I was stunned that he even returned the call, but the, the fact is that if you look at his record, I don't think that he has an agenda for our community I don't even think he has an agenda for the country. I think he deals with as he goes. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've laid out my appeal that they should deal with testing those that are homeless and those that are incarcerated because I think that we have an obligation to speak for those that can't speak for themselves. And that was the long and short of the call. Now, I think that he and anybody else are gonna do what we make them do. And how do we make them do that? We have to put pressure on these local officials who are up for election this year and make them say, look, we don't want to hear no excuse about what he doesn't do. Movements come from the bottom up, not from the top down. They will do what we force them to do. But if we sit home watching reality TV and, and looking out the window thinking this is going to go away one day by itself and that everything will be all right, we're crazy. We have to sit in our houses, email, phone, whatever we've got to do and put pressure on these officials that we cannot have an unequal, unfair health response to this pandemic.
3: What are some of the main things you think need to happen right now? Like we see Governor Cuomo in New York has opened up some testing facilities and they have some drive-through ones because they wanna make sure that those testing facilities are in African-American neighborhoods. What are some more things that you feel like need to happen in order to get this pandemic under control?
5: There needs to be even more testing directing in our community because you have some in our community who don't have a car to drive in. So we need to have locales that are in our community that we can walk up to, that we can deal with in a very even way without the shame of of whatever the results are, but the pride of knowing that we're doing this to uh, make things happen in our community. And we also need to be very, very, very vigilant that our healthcare workers, our frontline workers, who some of them are suffering and dying have right. the uh, protection that they need uh, and the equipment that they need to protect themselves so they can even delve in more in our community to do this testing.
2: You're absolutely right, Reverend. I. And I, w- I want to ask you something because you know I get calls from senators and mayors and governors and stuff like that, but I've never gotten a call from a president. What happens when a president calls you? What does it come up as a block number?
5: Yeah, well, it came with a 202 number. And then when I picked up, it was on my cell phone. And I picked up, the uh, secretary said, uh, uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, the president's on the line. And uh, I was surprised because it was Trump. Now, I've gotten calls from when President Obama was in because we would talk from time to time. But uh, it's just like uh, a, a 202 number. I remember when President Obama was in, it was usually a block number. But uh, this time, it was a 202 number that I didn't <laughs> recognize.
2: So so, so they're too stupid to block the number. Could you pass the number on? Would yeah, you pass mind passing the, the number on to the people? I got I got some I got some things I want to get off my chest, rap.
5: I, I, I didn't write the number down, but what I did was when I called the White House, and that's why I, I was surprised you returned the call, I got the switchboard. I told who I was, and they plugged me into the president's office, and I talked to the secretary. So wait a minute, Rav. My, 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 my thing was, Charlamagne, I was going to receive <laughs> the message, and I was going to get on my TV show or the radio show, and say <laughs> I even called the White House. I tried to get through. I was surprised three hours later he did call me back. So wait a minute, Rev. You just Google White House number and just called the number? Oh, no, I've been calling the White House 30 Yeah, years he has hours. that number.
1: Because <laughs> he said, I just reached I know, the switchboard.
2: You just called it.
5: Let me just call hey, the White you House. you know what? <laughs> 202-456-1414. That's the general number. I've been called that three <laughs> Write
2: that down. I need that.
5: I'm gonna call that right now. See if you call me back.
2: Hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. That's how I know Donald Trump quarantining too, because if you text somebody right now or call them, they call you back immediately because they ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I wanna ask you a question about Easter. Uh, why do people think just because you believe in God, you don't have to follow social distancing rules and you can still congregate in the church?
5: They call that ignorance. Uh, there's a difference between rituals and and church entity and Christianity. Uh, we like the rituals. we like to go through the perks. you know I, I never found out why uh, where the Easter Bunny came from when we're talking about a resurrection is all of these trappings that we get caught in. If you really believe in the resurrection, the resurrection was about Jesus coming, proving that we could suffer. We could even die and still rise again. How do you pra- how do you practice and praise and worship rising again by putting people at risk to fall and to die? Oof. You Cannot put people at risk to die celebrating the resurrection. That's an oxymoron. Oof.
1: Right, that's a now, ball right there, Reverend. Now, Reverend, now we appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, before you leave, Rev, you know, I, I think it's only right that, that you end this oh, uh, prayer, uh, I,
2: know, I know you want to get to the prayer. Before we get to the prayer, I have to ask the Rev, who's doing your hair at a time like this, oh, Rev? Oh,
5: boy. Who does it every day? Me and my comb. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got an old school hot comb? Or what, you, you put it on the <laughs> stove and heat it up? It, it ain't hot. It ain't hot. I do my regular comb, and I know what to do on the weekends. And only Angela knows what I do on weekends to keep my hair right. And that's because you put that bonnet um, I on. Why, hey, Angela, you put guy, that bonnet on, Angela. Why does the guy with no hair always ask that question? Without <laughs>
3: Hello, Reverend Al, you know why. Sounds like a little jealousy.
5: <laughs> she said you put it in a doobie. All right, Reverend Al, <laughs> let's do a prayer. Yeah, let us pray, dear God, as we face this pandemic on this Easter weekend. Let us realize that just as you broke the grip of death. We can break the grip of disease, but not only break it physically in terms of our personal health, but in terms of how we look out for all of your children to make it fair and equal. Let us not in this time think of how down we are, but think of how we can rise from our own internal stress, from our own strife, from our family disorders, from our mental anguish let us use this time alone to have a real resurrection to dig deep and find that core in us that is the resurrection that is the rising ability to rise above our circumstance and come out of this better bigger and stronger and we'll give you the praise these blessings we ask in your name and for thy sake amen 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 Amen. thank Thank you Rev. rev
2: you be safe out there man
5: stay healthy you be safe. Take care, y'all. Yes, sir. All right,
1: Rev. All right. When we come back, we got rumors on the way. E, what are we talking about?
3: Imagine that you can't find your child, but we'll tell you what R&B star could not find her child and had to actually put out a plea on her Instagram stories asking for any type of information.
1: All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Queen Naja. This
0: is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. So listen up. Nah, nah,
3: nah. yes queen naja was on instagram <sighs> and she posted something that was alarming to a lot of people she posted i need my son now whoever has my son contact me now if you guys know who chris be around and with dme DM i cannot locate my son nobody is answering me she did however delete the message it does turn out that her ex chris sales was reportedly uh, arrested and this time it was a charge of aggravated assault causing serious bodily harm so he was taken (laughs) into custody and I guess she didn't know where her son was at the time. She did delete that message and then she posted, to be clear I found where my baby was and spoke to him and will be with him soon. I would never post anything like this for attention. I posted that on my story out of fear after receiving a call from someone in the social services department. I then tried to contact only who I knew in Houston and nobody was answering me. She said I only made a post in hopes of someone reaching out to me on ig who is around my son often because i don't know anyone's socials everyone is fine thank you
1: wow i'm glad she got to speak to her kid i mean i could yeah, that be alarming this time we're not speaking to your son or, or not knowing where your child is
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right tony Braxton. She is talking about her upcoming wedding to Birdman that is still happening. They've been going back and forth on dates, and she said she does want the wedding to happen this year. Here's what she had to say. You know, we have
0: gone back and forth on wedding dates. We had a great date, but then it was getting too big. We didn't want a big wedding. And then we said, okay, we don't want it too small. But then he said, okay, let's do the drive-thru. I'm like, we are not <laughs> doing a drive-thru. I'm not ordering fries after we get married. Babe. We're not doing it. So we've been trying to figure it out, but we are definitely going to do it this year.
2: That's a beautiful thing. So with the Birdman and Tony Braxton they're going to lock it down this summer. If they get this opportunity to, because of this damn coronavirus.
3: Well, sometime, I guess, in 2020, period. Because there's a lot of people who don't know if their wedding is going to happen. Like, if you're getting married in July, August, is it still happening? Do we need to reschedule? What, what are the, What's that going to look like? So I always would advise right now, if you're planning something, try to do it like way towards the end, like October, November, because who knows? All right, now, Joe Exotic, his niece is saying that he is a hundred times worse. In real life, than he was portrayed on the show. She said she worked at his zoo on and off from 1999 until 2017. And she said some of the behavior she saw, she said, I personally witnessed Joe spray a tiger with a fire extinguisher, not out of a safety or for a life-saving reason, but because the tiger didn't react the way Joe wanted it to. She also feels like he froze tiger cubs that died and sold them to taxidermists. She said over the years, there must have been at least 10 tiger cubs that he froze. I have no idea what happened to them. They would just disappear. There's, and just so you know, there's no evidence that supports what she's saying. But this is what his niece is saying that she did uh, see. So,
2: What's wrong with selling tiger cubs that
3: died? I don't know what the law is, if there's anything wrong with it. She's just saying what she saw. So,
2: Did you see Donald Trump say he's looking into pardoning Joe, Joe Exotic?
3: Yes, I saw yes. somebody <laughs> ask him about that.
2: <laughs> hey man, that guy's got it. The president has his finger on the on the on the heart of pop
3: culture. Goddamn it! Oh, the pulse. On the post you pop pop culture. That's right. Well, Fox is also going to be airing a one-hour TMZ special on Tiger King as well. TMZ investigates Tiger King, what really went down. It's amazing that this show has garnered so much attention and new episodes are coming. Mm-hmm. Now there's other people doing specials on the series. They said the Netflix docuseries reached 34.3 million unique viewers within the first 10 days of its release in March.
2: There's only one creature on this planet who has all the answers, and that's the goddamn Tiger. So until you can sit the tiger down and oh get some boy. questions, get, ask him some questions and get some answers out of the tiger, you, you, you gonna all, it's going to always be a mystery.
3: All right. Now, Wendy Williams, as you know, is back broadcasting this week. And one thing she did was give a warning to Tiffany Haddish. Here's what she said. I like Tiffany Haddish in common only because he's been lusting.
0: She's been lusting after him for so long. So it appears that they might be quarantining together.
2: Tiffany, the thing is, don't fall too hard in love. Common is not good with women. He keeps you until he's done with you. You could have texted that, Wendy. You. You, could have called, you could have called her phone and told her that.
0: Mm-hmm. I not can right now, people,
2: when, you, when, you become, when you become friends with Wendy Williams, boy, that's a very, 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 very land-minus ground to walk on.
3: I think NeNe Leakes is aware now. Uh, now, mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather is planning to return to the boxing ring, but what he wants to do is virtual boxing matches. So mm. they'll be exclusive to live TV streaming platform FuboTV and pay-per-view partners to be announced, but they're going to research and analyze photographic films and mathematical representations of his face and body and then develop a comprehensive computer-generated digital likeness of him and, I guess, do these virtual matches.
2: Okay. you bored. He is, but... but you, get to fight, you, get to, you get to fight Floyd Mayweather, like a virtual Floyd Mayweather? Virtual. I think
1: that's dope, because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about doing a virtual party where you wear the glasses, and you can actually walk into the party. You can see everybody dancing. You can talk to people in the club. You can talk to the DJ, but you, you stay in your house. It's just
2: these... these uh, oh, listen, glasses. I love
3: that virtual reality. Like a, that sounds like a moneymaker right there. Floyd Mayweather. get to fight Floyd Mayweather.
2: I, I love virtual oh, reality. That, 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 that Avatar ride, they got at... Um, at uh, Disney. I don't know if it's Universal Studios, it's Disney. It's Disney. I don't know, one Disney. of them. Yeah, yeah. Is that, mm-hmm. that one of them parks? When you old, it's all a blur. But boy, they got that Avatar ride. Me and my wife had to ride that twice. I love virtual reality. But how, would you like be able, able to paid. feel the people? Yeah, would you be able to feel the people punching you though? Yeah, they could. Uh, It'll probably vibrate. It'll probably vibrate when you get. Yeah, it probably vibrate. vibrate. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're yeah. right.
3: Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
2: All right, thank now, you. Now envy, see. envy. You you about to pay homage to this king called Usher, right? Before I do that, let me let me shout out to okay.
1: uh, DJ Khaled. Uh Yesterday I put on my live a GoFundMe to support DJs. Where I wanted to give DJs some money that are not making money, that are struggling right now, that are hurt, probably can't pay for food, formula, or whatever it may be. You know, DJs, a lot of them don't pay taxes because it's a cash business, I'm just being honest. So they're not going to get a stimulus check, so they're on their own right now, have nothing. So I said, I'm going to create a GoFundMe and try to give DJs some money. And uh, I made the goal $50,000, I said, I'm going to try to help as many as possible uh, when I looked on the GoFundMe, Khaled gave fifteen thousand. Then ten minutes later, he gave thirty thousand. So I called him immediately. to DJ I'm like, Khaled. I called him immediately. I'm like, yo, did you make a mistake? And he was like, no. He was like, when I when I heard your story and I heard what you were saying, he was like, I remember when I was a DJ getting $100 a hundred dollars a a week, two hundred dollars a show. And I'm like, damn, I could have never imagined if they just took that all away and I couldn't pay my bills. So he was like, I got to rep that. I got to support that. We DJs at the end of the day. So let me shout out to DJ Khaled for donating $45,000 to that cause that uh, we're going to be doing Sunday where every DJ is going to be going uh, live. So it's going to be me, D-Nice, Camillo, Pro Style, Mr. Rogers, Quicksilver, Spin King, uh, man, Scratch, Kid Capri. So many different DJs. Every DJ is going to go on an hour. And we're going to be doing it for this cause, and hopefully people can donate more. So right now it looks like if you think about it, it's going to be like we're going to get 200 DJs to be able to get $500 each that will be able to buy groceries and food and everything that they need. So that's what we're looking at. So well, shout we'll, to Khaled, we'll fan, man.
2: On, let's salute to DJ Khaled. Drop on the Clues Bonds for Khaled. You know, Khaled got the, uh, the the gray hair on the sides. You know, looking like a detective. An uh, old school detective. So, 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 so salute to him, man, for doing um, a good thing. Khaled's a good guy. Know. Everybody knows Khaled's a good guy. Yeah, but he's yeah, been Yeah, so That's so amazing, much.
3: though, that all these DJs are going to get this money. They really need it right now because, like you said, there's so many people that are going through it. And obviously for you, Envy, and for Khaled, who are DJs, this is something that I think uh, means a lot to you as well. So I love it.
2: Definitely does. Now, let's get to so this you're, mix. You're paying homage to Usher, right? Correct. First of all, I got to salute Usher because I love the way he handled the weekend yesterday uh, when he tweeted out, "The moon doesn't balk back at the dog." Uh, then he released a record that I can't wait to hear. That you, you're playing that in the mix, right, Embi? I'm gonna start the mix off with that, and you know what's the name of the
1: Usher mix? Uh, it's called Sex. What the
2: hell is Sex it Something? But it but it's produced by Usher and Little John, correct? I mean uh, Jermaine Dupri and Little John, and yes, it features it Ludacris. I love yep, that yep, combination. Yep. Another great way that Usher answered. So answer, uh, Usher answered with the tweet where he said, the moon doesn't balk back at the dog. He answered with a record, with a, a, a production duel that we love to hear him with, Little John and Jermaine Dupree and a ludicrous feature. And you know what's the most impressive, petty thing about this? He released the record on the weekend. I'm to close bombs for Usher. Oh,
1: oh, pettiness level. Now let's get to this mix. Let me know your favorite Usher joint. We're going to go through them fast because Usher got so many records. I'm going to miss so many of them, but... Uh, let me know what you want to hear. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out to
2: Van Jones for joining us this morning. So to my guy, Van Jones. Man, Van Jones is always out here doing God's work, um, ringing the alarm about the the, the the way that coronavirus is impacting the black community, but also impacting the jails. And Ellen. We're still waiting on you to reach out to Van Jones. Or like Van Jones said this morning, uh, Shaka Senghor, you know, you can you can bring him up on the Zoom and let them bring light and attention to what's going on in the jails and the prisons all across America. You can make that right. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out and- to Shaka
3: Senghor. They di- shouted him out a lot just for him starting that whole program of giving the face mask to prisons and bringing attention to what was going on. That's and shout to Reverend Al right for there.
2: joining us this morning, too. Reverend to Reverend yeah, Reverend, now got to slow down, though. Reverend, now doing a little too much. Reverend, now getting up, you know, going, going to. I think you said the National Action Network feeds 2,500 people a day, and he's doing his radio show. Like that, don't sound like social distancing to me, Reverend. Now, but salute yeah, to you for it. always, always. Reverend, now is a person that's gonna die on his post. Believe that goodness gracious
1: and also shout out to the governor of New Jersey Governor Murphy uh yesterday during his briefing he shouted us out and thanked us for bringing up some of the things that were were concerning to our community so shout out to governor play, Murphy. play
2: that clip man play that clip Why we ain't play that clip in prime time play that matter of fact we got to play that clip a couple more times before we get up out of here because we do do an extra hour just for New York New Jersey and um parts of Philadelphia and Connecticut but salute to Governor Phil Murphy that was hey, big that's right what now. that's what you that's what you play the clip let's play it And, you know, he he said that he pushed, you know, the the executive order through because of those questions, man. So, you know, um, that's what the platform is for. If you're not using your platform like that, I don't know what you're doing. All right. When we come back... Oh, and I I want to salute, too. Hold on, hold on. I want to Mm -hmm. salute uh, Newark Beth... Israel Medical Center and Children's Hospital of New Jersey. Uh, Yesterday, me and Lala provided 280 meals for the healthcare workers there, courtesy of Eat Clean, bro. So salute to y'all, and please reach out to your local hospitals, man, whether you're in whatever whatever city you're in. Reach out to your local hospitals because they absolutely need this kind of help right now in regards to uh, food and PPE. So whatever you can do, reach out to your local hospitals and help.
1: All right. When we come back, positive notes, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Again, a shout out to all the, everybody that donated to uh, the GoFundMe that I set up. I set up a GoFundMe for all the DJs out there, all the struggling DJs. I always say a lot of DJs, they don't have health care, they don't have a retirement plan. A lot of them uh, don't necessarily pay taxes because it's a cash business and they're not going to get a stimulus check Whoa. They're out there right now hurt. So uh, for all those DJs, I'm just trying to provide something where they can eat a little bit because now is not the time to have an ego. Uh, I know it's very difficult. So what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do is just provide something for the DJs. So I started a GoFundMe. Uh, at first, I just wanted to do fifty thousand, which was probably about a hundred DJs, giving five hundred dollars. But Khaled called yesterday. He donated $45,000 to the fund. So we're going to help a lot more DJs than that. So we're DJing Sunday starting at 12 noon. I'm kicking it off. It's going to be me, D-Nice, DJ Scratch, Camillo, Pro Style, uh, Kickapri, Capri, uh, Mr. Rogers, Tony Neal um dj will is djing spin king uh, self and there's more djs it's going to be announced we're just working out times so i just want to say thank you to all the djs and let's try to you know raise as much money as possible shout the drink champ shout to nori and um uh, they donated a thousand dollars uh there's so many people donating i just want to just say thank you to everybody out there And you could just if you want to know right. for me click the link in my bio it's right
2: there and nori donated a thousand dollars and nori got a new ep out today uh, the name of Nori's EP. What's the name of Nori's EP? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull that I up. I think real it's quick. called Patio Furniture. <laughs> patio
0: Furniture?
2: I love Nori. Is that what it's called? Yes, it's called Patio Furniture. So, yeah, yeah. for all the DJs out there, n- remember, Nori donated, wink, That's wink, right. to, to the cause. All right? Yeah, you, you all you, can you can DJs out records, there. You can, you can play Nori's right. record
1: on IG all day. Play it on, the, on your IG live all day. <laughs> this a my, good time to get your, your,
3: for artists. It's a good time to get your music play. Donate some money. Hey, I donated, and then step into that uh, step into that Instagram live. You know,
1: absolutely.
2: Well, you got a positive note, Charlamagne. <laughs> yeah, man. This is Easter weekend. Okay, everybody needs to remember that. You need to remember what the resurrection stands for. Okay, the resurrection gives my life meaning, direction, and the opportunity to start over, no matter what my circumstances. Breakfast club, bitches. You all finished or you all
3: done? Yo, what's happening? It's your boy, DC Young Fly. And wake that ass up. The breakfast club is on, man.